0: Welcome, everyone, to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. The Pittsburgh Steelers move to five and three on the season with a victory over the Chicago Bears. We'll <laughs> Dramatic just, pause there. Yeah, we'll we'll just leave it at that. Hey, it's a win. The NFL, you know, there's no ugly wins. You just win. Uh, you, you take them any way you get them. And uh, to discuss tonight, Ian is here, Ben is here, um, and uh, Ben was was live on location in Heinz Field for that one Monday night, so uh, anxious to get his thoughts as well, but uh, Ian, uh, your your general thoughts on what occurred Monday night in the Steel City. Uh, My
1: goodness, I'm glad we walked out of that stadium with a win. Um, Balance was restored to the universe thanks to Chris Boswell, which... You know, when he missed that extra point, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. This is going to come back to bite us. And it yep. fucking did, you know. But they also left Ben with too much time. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was, you know, Ben Ben did what he needed to do and drove the team down the field and got us in position to win. And when I saw, I mean, the, the camera angle on the game-winning field goal for the Bears was heart palpitation inducing with how it looked like he nearly made that you're, you're talking and about the 65 yard the 65 yard yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that like when i'm oh, watching it was right it live, online it was right online yeah. yeah and and yeah you know it looked like it looked like he hit the crossbar but then when they showed the other angle that he missed by like 12 eight yards, yards short yeah. yeah i was like okay whew, okay this is this is fine um but yeah i mean i'm i'm glad that i don't have a history of heart condition because man i don't know if i could take this whole season i mean this has been a a roller coaster of a Mm -hmm. season but Mm -hmm. hey we've won four games in a row you know and and in the nfl that is not an easy thing to do i mean look what else happened this week right Mm -hmm. the Mm freaking jaguars beat the bills the you know the ravens got taken to overtime by the the vikings who are not real good um you know there was there was a, a there's been a number of games that the yeah Jets Dallas, Dallas was teams. down
0: 30 to nothing to at to, home to, to Denver
1: Broncos yeah who the Broncos who can't play run defense to save their life and traded oh. Von Miller all of a sudden Dallas, who's got you know two pretty good running backs and yep. Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard couldn't run the ball. And it was just like, yeah. So so yeah, I mean we we escaped that yeah. one. And I think we all said last week it was gonna be stupidly close because stupid things always I said last week stupid things always happen against the Bears. Yeah. And you know, after after the Bears scored, I was just ready to tweet like, okay. All we have to do is hold on to the ball and we'll be fine. And then Ray Ray McLeod fumbles on the kickoff and I didn't even get a chance to hit tweet. And I was like, well, fuck, I got to delete this now, you know, (laughs) like not tweeting this shit because now it's like a a one possession game. And yeah, yeah, so there was just, you know, they played this team is so frustrating because they play so well. And then they just, like, find a way to yeah. you know, forget how to play offense for a quarter and let the other yep. team back in it. Um, yep. And I know we'll get into it more, but yeah. the the defensive game plan was really questionable. I mean, I knew they, they were respecting Justin Fields' ability to run, mm-hmm. but, like playing off zone coverage in the secondary and giving him yeah. wide open windows to throw to. I was like, at some point are we going to play man defense or are we just going to keep playing these like wide zones and we just kept playing the wide zones that let them get back in it.
0: Yeah, Ben, uh, uh you were there and and uh what what what's your general thought on uh the the 29-27 win? Well, two things. One, there was a Bears fan sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And
2: the first thing he said when they scored that last touchdown was I think they gave him
0: too much time. That's an astute fan right there.
2: And I said, yeah, I think you're probably right, but you know, remains to be seen. The offense hasn't been great. Mm -hmm. Um, Ben kind of knows what he's doing. So, you know, if he just needs to get down there, say 40 yards to get a field goal, that's a whole heck of a lot different than going the end of the, you know, the length of the field for a touchdown. Definitely. So um, yeah, sure enough. Boswell gets in there and and uh, kicks it. and It's good. You know, it's all good. That last kick that uh, Ian mentioned, mm-hmm. um, obviously, I didn't see it on TV. I was sitting on that side of the field, and I could right. see how short it was. And I never thought for even a second that it was going to get there. Yeah, from not your even, angle,
0: you 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 would yeah, have known. Not right even away. for a yeah. moment.
2: I mean, it it barely got into the end zone, much less yeah. got to the crossbar. So it was like, yeah, no, he doesn't doesn't have this not even maybe um i thought it was like 75 yards when i was sitting there watching it but it's only 65 yeah still into the closed end Hinesfield field off the turf mm-hmm. you know that would have been a, a pretty major accomplishment if he'd made it but that's yeah. too long a kick to ask you to make in my opinion agree um agree with the observation that ian made about the off-man coverage all night long off man off zone uh, it was just, uh, especially in the second half, they, they didn't mix up coverages at all. They were just playing tackle to catch, tackle to catch, tackle to right. catch. Even when the bears got back into the game, they didn't revert back to a, a different defense. Um, Arthur Millette was terrible,
1: terrible. He had a I, really yep, bad game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, although asking um, Arthur Millette to cover Allen Robinson's a bit of a is, is ridiculous. I agree,
2: but he just he had a lot of plays where he was yeah. well out of out of the well out of position in order to make a play on the ball. And it was just like, dude, really? Um but yeah, uh overall good pressure from the front. Um Isaiah Bugs, I thought, had a nice game. Nice game. Yep, I, I think he really did. Um, He's kind of stepping into his own now that he's not splitting reps with Carlos Davis, which kind of mm-hmm. makes you wonder what's going to happen with Davis next year. Um, Chris Wormley, not real strong. Uh, T.J. Watt, obviously very strong. Incredible game. That guy can play football. I mean, it's Good solid player. Damn. Play. <laughs> it's all yeah. Yeah. damn. Yeah. He was everywhere. Three sacks, three tackles for loss just everywhere and cam that interception out of nowhere i don't know how and the that's heck even, i've watched the replay so many times i have no idea how he did that um yeah.
1: cam said he said um you know in an interview after the game he said that he'd been working on a, he stayed after practice to work on a drill with some coaches doing that and he's like you know hey, just goes to show it pays off you know i did a drill on this this week and uh oh, got unreal. an interception Nice. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he called it like a bat and catch drill or something like that. That, like, yeah. you know, they lobbed the ball up high and he had to tip it down to himself, basically. But yeah, good for him. I yeah. thought the offensive line played really, really, really poorly. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm.
0: dog
2: shit, <sighs> um, yeah. like really badly. Um, so everyone who is celebrating how great our offensive line was after that Bears game, well, sorry, they're not. And, you know, they're inconsistent. They're a young group. It is what it is. I hope to see them get better, but they're not a good group. So, you know, put that away and wait for a couple of years. They'll be a good unit in a couple of years, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have questions at right tackle. I, you know, I know people were looking forward to Zach Banner coming back and playing out there. Um, that didn't happen, but, no. um, but I, I don't know. How much an improvement he would be over Chukes, especially in the past pro.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, run game, um, I think so. Not, not, I don't know about pass blocking. Run game, probably. Yeah. But, you know, we haven't seen him play in over a year. No. So who That's knows? And, and let's be honest, he didn't play very well against the Giants last year mm-hmm. when he tore his ACL. Right. So I'm not going to say it's a given. People keep, keep coming back to it, but it's only because they want change for the sake of change because Chukes isn't playing that well. Well,
0: And they also like Zach Banner because he's a good guy. Sure. You know, I, I, yeah. let's, let's call it what it is. Fans fall in love with players because they're great on social media. That does not always translate to their abilities on the football yeah. field. No, exactly. Um, and and that's, that could be a hard lesson in this, this case. Um, yeah. Obviously yeah. we hope not, but you know, um, I don't I,
2: think that Dan yeah. Moore played as well as people are excuse me as as poorly as people are saying he played.
0: Right. Um Kendrick he, Green got his ass kicked though. Kendrick Green All friggin played
2: night. really badly. Really he, can, badly. he cannot
0: stand in and block. But, he's gotta be on the move.
2: But no that's not true. He he's uh, had he's had better games standing in and blocking. He was going against a good player, but more to yeah. the point again, he's a young player. Yes. And young players are allowed to improve over time where absolutely you know Guys that have been around for a while and are playing badly like Pouncey was last year, for example, um, they're not likely to get better. That's just reality, you know, unless there's some reason for that poor play, if they're injured or something along those lines. But if it's just father time taking its toll, well, no. So, um, yeah, I mean, that that really was it. Uh, I thought the wide receivers played pretty well. I didn't think Najee Harris had much room to run. And when he did, he made the most of it. Mm-hmm. Played pretty damn well. It's pretty impressive. I also thought that uh, they were keying on Najee all night, mm-hmm. yeah. and that made his job very difficult.
0: So, yeah, yeah. it was what it was. I Pat um, Fryermuth though two yeah. touchdowns. How about that, dude? Uh, yeah, combat catch. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what more you can say about the kid. He, he's he's doing a lot of things really really well right now. He he also his blocking on a couple of those outside plays. Yeah. Were really good. Yeah. Really was. good. It was. Uh, that's improved already in the first eight weeks.
1: Yeah. I think uh, Friarmouth is, I was really high on him coming out in the draft. I mean, we even had conversations on this show mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. could consider, you know, if all their guys they liked were off the board at 24, right. they could say, Hey, Maybe the best way to, you know, I think Ben said this that hey, maybe the best way to improve the run game is to draft a tight end that can actually block the edge and take Pat Fryermuth And, you know, I I don't think he was a first round player, but agree. I mean, man, he's he is I was really high on him. I I loved him in the middle of the second round. And I think he's he's lived up to what I thought he could be. Um you know, and the, the arrow is definitely pointing up for him too. Yeah. Um, that said, I'm also in agreement that like, you know, I wish we had a, drafted an offensive lineman somewhere earlier, but like the the value for Friarmouth in the middle of the second round and what he's been able to do has been outstanding. And like, you know, the arrow is only going to go up.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I do want to get your thoughts, both of you, Ben, I'll start with you. Um, what, I guess you got to break this down here because a couple of different things happen. Uh, First of all, Cassius Marsh makes the sack, does his karate whirling dervish kick and, and then does his taunt or not taunt, depending on your own personal definition. He said something to the bench. He, he claims he said nothing. It didn't look like on the television broadcast. I couldn't tell, but it didn't look like he said anything, but
2: I'll just say on the replay on the field, it looked as though he said something and gestured to the sideline. He definitely gestured to the sideline. He said he didn't say anything that should have drawn a taunting penalty.
0: Okay. Well, my, my feeling is that's exactly the type of thing they're trying to get out. You know, when, when Tomlin talks about it, it, you just made a huge play for your team. And your first thought is to go and stare at the other team's bench. That's what Tomlin and those guys are trying to get out on the competition committee. You know, I, it, it's that, and it's the in your face stuff. Uh, uh I get it. Yeah. And, I, and was I mean, it touchy? Absolutely. It was ticky tack. Yeah. But, but that's what they're trying to get out. Okay. Now. The,
2: Definition. The, it was, the call was correct.
0: Right. But the rule
2: is stupid. <sighs> the rule is stupid. They, they've gone too far. And, and I mean, it, and that's what we do as Americans. We don't we don't correct problems. We overcorrect.
0: Well, absolutely.
2: You know, Very reactive we, we try to come correct. up with with every single possible scenario and rule that out, and we screw things up. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know this this goes back to the no fun league thing, right? Um, I thought Tony Corrente backing into him was classless. Well, that that's total the second bullshit. part of this. Yeah, total bullshit. And then immediately threw the flag at him for him running into Marsh. Right, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah, I,
1: I, I, Ian, what was your take on it? Um, that well, I mean, I've been on the record on this show saying that Cassius Marsh sucks. Mm. Um, and oh, he does. That, that well, he
2: made a big play there. He that, did. That, he did
1: <laughs> that penalty helped the Steelers more than anything he ever did when he wore our jersey. So, you know, um, the other thing I'll say is that Tony Corrente was the official in the game where Jesse James caught the damn ball. And Mm -hmm. so we'll Mm -hmm. just consider this all a makeup call for that game. Everything yep. that happened, makeup call. You know, in hockey, they do it all the time that they, they make True. a bad call against one team and they're like, okay, well, we called something ticky tacky there. So next person that it's even coming. breathes on another player, you're going to get a yep. penalty. So, <laughs> uh, you know, this this entire game was a makeup call
0: for the game where Jesse James caught the damn ball. It, it, it felt like that at times, but I, I'm still trying to figure out what in the hell was Corrente thinking by by sticking his hip up. I, mean, I don't, don't know. Think- I mean, I, I, and he hadn't
1: even thrown. The, <laughs> excuse me, thrown the flag. He yet. said, "Carenti said after the game, in the pool report, that the the bump had nothing to do with the flag." My my only okay. thought, and I, and you guys know me, I hate officials. Right. <laughs> I hate <laughs> officials. I hold grudges <laughs> against them. So my my only thought was that you know, if you really slow the video down, it looks like he's got his hand on his hip reaching for the flag now i don't know why he needs to lean his ass back to pull yeah. the flag out right. but like it it seems like he's reaching forward and making a, sort of the pulling motion when marsh runs into him to, but to that's really ticky tacky it was stupid yeah. it was dumb yeah. corrente's an asshole he's always been an asshole he sucked as a ref um yeah he just it just sucks in it, general. It's
0: almost to me like NFL officials are trying to become like the NBA officials, you know, who 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 created the overly demonstrative charging calls, yeah. and and block calls and and, and all in an effort to basically get some camera time. NFL officials by and large, I mean, you got to go back to like what Red Cashin, who who was great because he had a personality, you know, first down, you know, that kind of thing. But now they they're doing this shit. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's like, uh, who's, who's the college basketball guy? Um, Teddy Valentine, I think. they call him, TV oh, Teddy. they are they call him TV Teddy. Cause he, he always yes. makes those big, like charging, blocking offensive foul yep. calls. Like at a, like with one minute
0: left in the game and he'll like
1: run out there, woo, woo,
0: you know? Oh, yeah. 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 The, big 10 exactly. official Teddy Valentine. Yeah. Bobby, yeah. Bobby Knight knows a lot about him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, again, Tomlin, uh, you know, stuck to his guns and, and he wasn't going to go in any other direction. He's on the competition committee and he's argued for that. Um, so, you know, thank you. Thank you, Cassius. Or should I say lead singer from Nickelback? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, also sucks.
2: Th- there are a couple of other things that, that need to be discussed. The, sure. The, the general lack of discipline displayed by the Bears. They have four <laughs> offsides yeah. calls four yeah at one point they had two in a row two two plays in a row they were off sides i was like okay and people are bitching about the fact that they're getting called for penalties right they were lining up in the neutral zone on almost every play their tackles the tackle specifically going against watt was jumping off on almost every every time yes every snap he got called for it and still was doing it i mean i I don't know. I I know that the Steelers were beneficiaries of some calls. At least mm-hmm. I saw it that way. Mm-hmm. But the Bears got away with a lot of shit that didn't get called. On top yep. of the fact that they were they were still penalized twelve fucking
0: times. No, I I agree with it. Yeah. I I mean, when you get two back to back encroachment penalties in the fourth quarter, yeah. crying out loud, what are you doing? You know. So I yeah I didn't I didn't have any sympathy for him in those those situations at all. No, um, and that's you know. You know. That's simple discipline, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, just real quick, everybody, let me remind you that the uh SCB Steelers podcast is presented by Deck Roofing of South Florida. Deck serves Broward and the Southern Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, residential, industrial, or condos. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. Um, you guys alluded to the defensive game plan, and, and obviously when you sit in zone as often as they did, it kind of dictates that you're worried about the, the skills of the quarterback as a runner. Um, but why in the hell, Ian, didn't they change it up a little bit more, especially in some certain situations where it really called for it? I
1: really don't know. I mean, they, they should have. Um, and yeah, yeah, they... I was I was sitting here waiting for them to play man or, or play some kind of trap coverage or something, right. um, and there were a few plays like the the one the one sack that I think Watt had um, at the end where Minka yeah. was playing that that robber coverage in the middle right that mm-hmm. Justin Fields had to pull it down and they showed the the you know behind the play view on TV that you know Fields was gonna throw it to the slot guy coming on a slant and then Minka came right down on top of it and Fields pulled it down. Um, that said, when you sit in those soft zones like that, you're also anticipating a quarterback that's not super accurate that's going right. to overthrow things and kind of hoping to get some picks. And we, I mean, other than Cam's pick, obviously, um, mm-hmm. but we we didn't get any in the secondary. And there were some wayward passes out there. There were some tip balls. There were some things that yep. fell to the turf. That you know, if you're playing those soft zones, those are the things you have to take advantage of. And mm-hmm. um, it kind of it. And we had our whole starting secondary, too. It wasn't like we were trying to protect somebody that, you know, right. if Joe Hayden was out, it's like, OK, we can't play press man because, you know, we, you know, we want James Pierre to play more off coverage or something like that. We had our whole starting secondary out there. And, um, you know, the 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 long pass to Allen Robinson that set up their last touchdown, I wasn't at the game they really didn't show a, re- a, a zoomed out replay of it, but no. where the fuck were the safeties? Like he came yeah. out of the slot and ran down the sideline. I'm pretty much like a, a, a wheel go fly route kind of thing. And fields made a really nice pass to hit him, but still like it's third and long. Where are the safeties on this play? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I wasn't in the stadium, so I couldn't see them. Um, Cause that's usually when I'm there,
0: the first thing I look for is, all right, where are the safeties? And yeah, but yeah, I, you know, yeah, there were several plays that I, in, in, you know, as you were alluding to, and I think Ben probably saw it better than we did, there were several plays where it looked like safeties were just not where they were supposed to be, yeah. you know, and I don't want to just say it was a blown coverage per se, but it, it just looked that way. There were so, such big open pockets at times. It was just like something's just not right. And and Ben, before I get your thoughts too, you know, you mentioned Arthur Millett and and he got yanked in the fourth quarter they slid Sutton down into slot and they played Mm -hmm. Pierre on, on the edge. So, Mm -hmm. um, they should have done sooner. Well, and there, and there you go. So what, I mean, what, what were you seeing from, uh, from your vantage?
2: Uh, a lot of soft zone, as we just talked about, um, the safeties weren't off all the time, Mm -hmm. but they were consistently and, um, Generally speaking, Edmonds had responsibility for the tight end. Um, and and Minka was kind of all over the place. Um, yeah, Minka was tr- kind of trying to. He took some chances based mm-hmm. on what I could mm-hmm. see. Um, trying to make a play, trying to make some things happen, and and he did at certain spots. But you know, yeah, the safeties maybe we're given a little bit too much freedom, especially in those third and longs, right.
0: Is, you know? is is Minka in a, in a position where he he could be starting to press a little bit because he hasn't nah. had those turnovers or or nah. is it just one of those things? Yeah,
2: I I don't think that was the case. I just didn't think that the the defenses that were called were appropriate mm-hmm. for the situation. It was like, yeah, let's let's respect this guy's running ability. Let's let's keep him in the pocket, right. but let's give him these great big windows to throw the ball into. Why? Right.
0: No, I. W- what I'm is the you. wisdom in
2: this? What what are you guys doing? You know yeah, what yeah. you did in the first half was working beautifully. Why aren't you sticking with that? Mm-hmm. No, no. Let's let's play this soft zone. Let's play tackle the catch.
0: Why? <laughs> well, all in an effort that I think Fields wants to just scare him too much. I, I he's a good runner. Don't get me wrong, but I I mean. He's a, he's a good runner, but
1: credit where it's due. I mean, that hit that Minka put on him on the sideline yeah. was completely
0: inbounds. I mean,
1: he was yep. three steps inbounds. Yep. Uh, definitely was in his head the whole rest of the game because he was pulling up and sliding and, and not yeah. taking hits. Um, I
2: think he probably was told that he needed to not take that hit. Definitely. After, after definitely. he took it. But watching it happen there, I didn't think it was that. When it ha- all happened live, full speed, I was like, "Oh God. And then I watched the replay on the Jumbotron. I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And he popped uh, right up. It yeah. It wasn't I, just I...
2: he popped, back, pipe, popped right up. He, he didn't take a shot in any of his soft targets, for lack of no. a better way of putting it. Yeah. Right. right. You know, he didn't get hit in the shoulders. He didn't get hit in the head, obviously. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Yeah. You know, the knees, the ribs. You know, it was just a square pop right in the chest. And it was like, boom. Yeah, it was more and of a
1: leverage thing. Make a hit him in the chest, yeah. and he went flying. Yeah,
2: yeah. So Nagy probably said to him, "Listen, you need to not do that, okay? Because you you can't take those kind of shots. Yeah,
0: you you're not going to be long for the league if you're. It not just those that they didn't shots. have a
2: backup quarterback.
0: Foles was out. Right. Yeah, it was
2: him or nothing.
0: Oh, yes. The classic emergency quarterback, you know, some receiver comes in there. That would have been fun. Um, I I will say on on Minka, though, that I I agree with
1: Ben. I think it's more of a schematic thing than a a Minka pressing thing Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. they've been moving him around a lot more this year, even like not necessarily down to the slot, but more into... I guess, like in a in a cover two, he's not playing a deep zone anymore. He's playing that right. middle zone, right. trying to basically trying to set him up to get picks on those those middle routes. Yeah. But in some cases, you're also taking you know your best deep safety and moving him up the field rather than letting him play deep and see things in front of him and attack it. So, um, I I think Minka's play this year is more schematic than it is, um, you
0: know, him having a bad year. And we've seen a couple times exactly what you're talking about, where he's played a little closer up. Teams have taken advantage of that. Yes. You know, the, the Raiders did. Um, and I think, was it the Seahawks maybe that did once or twice, you know, just off the top of my head, I, I, I know, but, um, and that's the risky take the you Bengals know, if, did. I'll you know, say Bengals. Yeah. That was yeah. the other one. Yeah. Um, offensively, uh, Ben, you mentioned the offensive line. Uh, you know, I think when you have a young offensive line, you yes, you're going to have some games where you improve, but it's not uncommon to have games where you fall back, too, um, and, and it certainly did this week. Um, what what else was lacking on, on this offense? Were, were you overly impressed with Canada's uh, skills on, on Monday night? What, what, what was going on there for you? Ben's deep ball was lacking. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. He said his arm got hit on the one. That... It looked like it did only because the ball was fluttering like a like a wounded duck. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that uh, but, that but pass I don't know.
2: At least seven or eight yards short of where it needed to be. Easy. Easy. It, yeah. You know, it was still a completion. Right. But but the pass was
0: well yeah. short. Yeah.
2: I mean that that might have gone for a touchdown had Ben hit him in stride. Yes. Yeah. Like the old Ben would have done.
0: Right. Yeah, I I, I got to go back and look at that. I I because when he first threw it, I thought that he'd been hit. Um, just by the way it came out, but I I don't know. Uh, so the Steelers will have likely uh, obviously they're without Juju for the rest of the season. It looks like they're going to be without Chase Claypool this week, possibly next. Uh, a few uh, weeks sounds like. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're looking at Deontay, James Washington, um, Ray Ray, probably Anthony Ray Miller. Ray. Uh, yeah, Anthony Miller, I think. Uh uh-huh. has he been called up from the practice squad yet? No, oh, yeah, but he will be. It's yeah, I think happen. he will be too. Um uh, yeah, Ray Ray McLeod. Um Ian, uh why why do they need to make a change or why don't they? I, I don't know. You, you uh, me. I mean he was
1: he hmm. was not good with the tuck on the Mm -hmm, kickoff return mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he hasn't been as explosive as you know what we kind of hoped for um and i mean you just you you can't have turnovers no in the kicking game um you know i in today's nfl if they kick the ball into the end zone it's stupid to run it out right i mean you get the ball on the 25 yard line i don't Don't tell the bears that it's rare. I, yeah, they ran it out and got it to like the 16 eight, and I was 8 like, yards
0: deep sometimes.
1: Yeah. And I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> like they they're giving up like sometimes 10 or you know 10 or 12 yards of mm-hmm. field position mm-hmm. by not taking a knee. Um so but but on punt returns too, you know, he's he's been sure handed until this game. So, you know, at this point I'm willing to give him another chance and be like, all right, kid mm-hmm. made one mistake he admitted it after the game he said i didn't tuck the ball away you know i i i wasn't you know i wasn't holding on to it as tight as i should and came out mm-hmm. so yeah it was a big play in the game could have been it was a devastating turn of events um but i think you know i i don't know if they have anyone else right now that you can really stick back there either you know um Because Kobe White's not a kick returner, Um, Washington's not a kick returner. I mean, maybe Deontay Johnson's a punt returner, but Deontay Johnson's also had fumbling issues his entire career, Mm -hmm. Um, fumbling and you know securing the ball issues. So I don't know if he's the guy I would trust back there. He's got the the elusiveness, in the moves. He's got a punt return for touchdown, but he doesn't have. I don't think he has the hands of an Antonio Brown. So no. um, You know, I I think at this point, it's either it's it's probably McLeod or you just stick somebody back there to fair catch it every time. Um, Yeah, it's I don't know. They don't really have anyone else on the roster right now. That said, you can find guys out there who are college kick returners who can do some things for you right so i wouldn't be shocked if they brought some especially with claypool's injury Mm -hmm. if they brought someone into the practice squad who could do the kick returning stuff and kind of brought them along for a few weeks just to kind of see and be like you know letting mcleod know like hey you're on your last chance here you screwed up once okay but this is your last chance like you know don't don't screw it up again
0: yeah ben do you do you think uh he's more primarily needed right now as a receiver anyway, just because of how short they are because of injuries.
2: Probably. I yeah. mean, they're at minimum, they're going to sign one to the practice squad. Um,
0: right. but
2: I, you know, there's nobody really out there, man.
0: No. And, and the thing with Ray Ray on punt returns, especially what drives me insane is the ones he lets bounce. Um, and, and look, it's not an easy job. I think if anybody um, thinks that it's easy to to field a punt, uh, especially night games, windy days, rainy days, it's not easy. Okay, but my thing is, you got to go up and field the punt because we're losing yardage, and it's that extra yardage that we lose that can be the difference between you know going forward on fourth down or being in range for Boswell. Yeah. Um, and and that's what gets me about his current punt returning abilities. And, and obviously the fumble was just, and he knows, as Ian said, he admitted it, it was just an awful, awful mistake. So I, I think they ride with him. Um, you know, Tomlin said they would, and and hopefully he uh he just takes care of the ball. At this point, that's that's really my my big concern right now, anyway. Um yeah. Yeah. So, um, guys, let me talk real quick about our uh, friends at uh, DraftKings. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. And again, thanks to DraftKings, who uh, are huge sponsors of the pod, the Pigskin Podcast Network, which we are very, very pleased to be a part of. Um, okay, guys. Uh, Lions come in this week. I'm I'm terrified. I'm absolutely terrified. This team is winless. I live in an area where there are both many bears fans and many lions fans. I've gotten through one week. Now I have to get through another. <laughs> am I am I cons- overly concerned? Too concerned? Or should I be concerned, Ian? Um.
1: Well, in honor of uh, that, we record this on Thursday night. Obviously, so yesterday was the tenth, um, which is the. Uh, 46th anniversary of the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald, hence my name being Ernest McSforley tonight, uh, who is the captain of the, the fated ship. Um, The, the Detroit lions are somewhere between uh, you know, where to, to quote Gordon Lightfoot um, you know, the water's coming in (laughs) and the ship and crew are in peril. Yes. um, And, the bottom of the ocean. So there's somewhere between those two points, right. right? They're well beyond, I mean, there's, there's no resurrecting their season. They traded for Jared Goff, who stinks, um, who, who was really propped up by, um, you know, Sean McVay's mm-hmm. offensive system. Um, and i mean that was uh, the thing that blew my mind about that move was not trading for him because okay you know new coach new staff whatever yeah. you want to you want to suck for a year get your own guy in. i, I realize you want to let matthew stafford go to somewhere good okay fine but not only did they they trade for him but then they like renegotiated his contract to like tie themselves to him for another year or two oh yeah and and yeah so you know uh yeah so I, I don't know what they're thinking in the front office in Detroit. I never have understood them even back to the Matt Millen days. Um, mm-hmm. you know, really wow. ever since Barry Sanders retired, that team has had no clue what they were doing with themselves. Yes. Um, and, you know, they they drafted Calvin Johnson, which wound up being a really good player for them. And he, you know, broke the league's receiving record on a team that went four and twelve. So, you know, Lions mm-hmm. football, what are you gonna do? Um but, but, like you said, they've they've played some teams tight this year, right? the The Ravens needed a miracle to beat them.. Yep. Um, and the Steelers have been prone to playing to the level of their competition. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it, I think this year is we don't have a great scoring offense, right? We, right? we don't put a lot of points on the board. So, you know, if you're only scoring, 16 17 20 points a game as we saw with the bears even if you're up 20 to 6 and you're holding them you know to just two field goals if they score a touchdown all of a sudden it's a one possession game one possession. And who knows what can happen um so so yeah i mean I, the, the the lions aren't good they're mm-hmm. not as bad as their own 16 team. I'll say that. That team was dreadful. I, I, um, agree. I would they're, agree. They're not they're not that bad. Um but yeah, I mean I can I can see this being a close a, a oh, game that's closer for comfort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and the uh, thing about the thing about bad teams is you have to put them away early cuz the longer you keep them in games and keep right. them within a couple scores. Mm-hmm. The The longer they have hope and all of a sudden, you know, they score one fluke touchdown, whether, it, you know, who knows how it happens. But, you know, we've seen it time and again. I said a couple weeks ago, hey, the last time we had a 14 point lead yeah, was against God. Washington. Uh, You know, last year Mm -hmm. and then they came back and wound up winning that game on that stupid field goal at the end of the first half and then against Seattle, right? Team with a backup quarterback struggled on defense. We had a 14 nothing lead. They got a weird field goal and then all of a sudden hit it hit a touchdown and all of a sudden, you know, they're right back in the game. Um, Same with same with chicago you know we were up by 14 and um you know they get that fumble and score a touchdown all of a sudden it's a one possession game and mm-hmm. so yeah i mean you you gotta you gotta put teams away when you get a chance
0: ben we've uh we've seen jared goff before back when he was with the rams he came into pittsburgh um fairly low scoring game but if i recall duck just, just beat him didn't he Yep. Yeah. That was, yes. That, yes. that was the yeah. game.
1: I remember that because I was I was tweeting in all caps that Sean McVay only won with Jeff Fisher's players <laughs> because Tomlin beats boy genius
0: Sean McVay that's, with Duck Run right. as a quarterback. I, I thought, if I remember correctly, our defense did pretty well against Goff. And I think there's an expectation that that's going to be um, very much uh, in line for a repeat type performance. Is, is that something that you would uh, sign up for as well?
2: Um, potentially I, you know, the thing that scares me about this game is that what's going to happen is exactly what happened last week. Mm -hmm. The Steelers are going to get up to a good lead and they're going to get comfortable and they're going to start playing soft defense and let the lions get back into the game. Mm -hmm. You know, as you pointed out before, um, so I, I just honestly don't have enough faith in the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. to be able to sustain drives in that kind of a situation. And if I had
0: more, I'd be less concerned about it. But I don't. I, I'm, you know, Najee Harris was listed as questionable um, today. Um, well, ha- well I, mean, I, I should say limited. He was knocked to. Yeah,
2: he was limited today. And, right. and I mean, there's speculation that he'll be questionable, but that, right. that won't come
0: out till tomorrow afternoon. Correct. Correct. And, and I just. I'm not very thrilled with any of the running back options behind him. Um, I don't even know why. Do we know why Anthony McFarland didn't get a helmet on on Monday night? I think they just numbers. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. I
2: think they just thought you know it. it, He didn't fit the game plan that Mm -hmm. they were Mm -hmm. they installed, and so they went with Snell, who you know. I called him Benny Smell several times (laughs) during the game. (laughs) Benny Smells. Um, I I didn't say Smells. I just said Smell. Um, Smell. Yeah, he just, you know, I, Benny's done. I, I don't, you hate to say that about a young player like that. What's he in He's his the, fourth year? I, he just, but,
0: he, but he really hasn't, he looks basically the same as he always did. No, he, he looks get. worse. Yeah, I could argue that. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: and yeah, he hasn't played much. And, and that right. definitely has got to be getting to him. There's no question. But right when he gets out and he gets those opportunities, he does the same thing every time. He stops right. short before the hole, tries to make someone miss and gains a yard because he's tackled him in the in the hole. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, why mm-hmm. just hit the hole. Go. Yep, go. Yep, go. God. You're not a make the make the guy miss
0: player. Just go. Right. No, I I I agree. Um, you know, other guys, uh, Ben is nursing uh pec and uh hip and yeah. shoulder and you know, nursing and everything, mid season right. stuff. That that's yeah. very common for him. Um, you know, the 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 lions that you know, Ian, you pointed out they played the Rams extremely tough. They took the the Ravens to the absolute limit. Um so they're they're capable of playing hard and playing well. They're coming off a bye, so they'll be rested. Um, you know, so yeah, I'm, I won't be surprised to see this uh, a bit of an ugly one as well. But uh, boy, it really gets the Steelers into a nice position here. If they can win this, they'll be six and three, eight games to go. Um, a lot of them on the road, but um, man, puts them in a little bit better shape than than I would have thought. To, uh, uh, several weeks ago. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. Alex, Alex Highsmith is a guy, um, I, I, I think people are starting to talk about him a little bit more and, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, I, I think he's doing great. I think they obviously had great confidence in him enough to say, okay, Melvin, you're not playing as much. So we're going to trade you. Um, is Is Alex Highsmith doing enough in your opinion, Ian? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's so? actually, I mean,
1: he his run defense has improved tremendously. Huge. Um, he's he's done a really good job setting the edge against the run. Um, And I think that for for a young player who was, you know, a, a pass rusher in college that did he did he break Charlotte's sack record or i mean he he put up some pretty good numbers at charlotte i remember um good numbers but i don't know about the record piece yeah um but you know setting the edge in the run is something that usually comes with time right it's Mm -hmm. a a learned skill and it's a skill you can learn it just usually takes time because usually these college pass rushers are just pass rushers that aren't so much run defenders um but he's done a, a really good job here in year two um you know, defending the run. And mm-hmm. I mean, TJ Watt's getting so much attention on the other side that Highsmith's getting some good matchups. And he's creating some situations where it's not like Bud Dupree, you know, running a loop the big arc. behind the quarterback. Highsmith's yeah. a, a running a tighter arc that's at least getting to the quarterback spot. And forcing him off that spot, and sometimes mm. that results in TJ or Cam getting a sack, or just you know them getting pressure, and the quarterback having to throw the ball away. So right. yeah, I, I think he's 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 doing really well for for a second year player that okay. was a a late third round pick, almost a fourth round pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. also a guy who you know missed some time with a groin injury, and you know True. for someone who uses leverage a lot in their game on as an outside pass rusher, you know a groin's a pretty important muscle.
0: Ben, he's got one and a half sacks. Would would you expect him to have had more by now? No, necessarily. And he's getting a lot of
2: pressures. And that, you know, yeah. pressures are are really valuable. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't put the team behind the chains the way a sack does, but they're still really valuable. So sure. I, I don't take issue with, with where he's at okay. so far. Um, I would expect him to get more sacks going into the later part of the season. Mm-hmm. He seems to be improving as a pass rusher each game. And I'm liking that. Um, there were a couple times where I thought he was going to get sacks. Yeah. This last game. And he just got caught up in traffic and, you know, got knocked out at the last second. Right. And couldn't quite get there. That and honestly, Fields is not an easy target to hit. No, no. You know, well, yeah. yeah. We, we kept talking about the fact that if he decided to tuck the ball and run, they needed to make sure they hit him as hard as they could yeah. to make him Think twice about doing it, but that's also easier said than done. He, yeah. He's a shifty guy in space, so he can yeah. you know he can move out of the way and take a little bit off
0: that hit. Yeah, no question about it. It's it's, it's something I've seen debated about Highsmith, and I, it, I I do think it's way too early to cast any particular judgments on him. Um, He, as Ian pointed out, he's been much better against the run. As you both mentioned, he's he's getting the pressures and he's creating opportunities for other players and I, I think that's an important part uh of it as well
1: yeah. um one other note yeah. on highsmith too since we're talking about him you know he's he's played seven games this year like you said only has one and a half sacks mm-hmm. but he's got six quarterback hits which equals his entire total from last year and four tackles for loss and he had five in all of last year so mm-hmm. i mean once you good you stats. Know, if you just look at sacks He's got one and a half this year. He had two last year he hasn't even played in every game this year. You know, okay. Maybe he doesn't have the sacks, but mm-hmm. the tackles for loss are just as good as a sack. The quarterback hits are, are not quite as good as a sack, but still pretty darn good. He's damn getting important, there. Yeah. yeah. And and like Ben said, with the pressures, yeah, he's, he's getting there. I'm not worried. Yeah. about him.
0: Okay. Yep. That's something I wanted to throw out to you guys, get your feedback on it. Um, so the lions come in, it's a one o'clock game, uh, on Sunday. And, um, Uh, Ben, what, uh, if you had to make a prediction, what do you have for the lions and the Steelers, a classic old NFL matchup Steelers, 28 lions, 20. Ooh, ooh, man. Get those heart attack pills ready. Ian, what do you got?
1: Well, Ben, Ben almost stole my pick. So in honor of the Edmund Fitzgerald sinking that there were 29 men on the ship, I'll say, ah, Steelers 29. Uh, huh uh, Lions. Let me think about this. All right, so I think they can score. I'll say Lions twenty. Yeah, I think two field goals 20, and 20. two field goals and two touchdowns. Yeah, probably one of them is going to be a weird touchdown, but yeah, probably twenty. I was right. I was debating between three field goals and I think the Lions can score four times. I was debating between three field goals right. and one touchdown or two field goals and two touchdowns. So yeah. I'll I'll say, I'll say 29 to 20.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm going to go, uh, 27, 17 Steelers. Uh, I think the defense is going to get a score. Um, don't know why just got a gut feeling. Maybe it's the Jared Goff thing. I I don't know. Uh, we just seem to be due for something like that (laughs) coming forward. But, uh, so I'll go 27, 17. And, uh, again, thanks to, uh, deck roofing, uh, for sponsoring the podcast and, um, uh, best wishes to Ellie who was here last week. She has, Returned home to the island. Um, Liz has called her back, as she told us today, in Slack. I don't know if you guys caught that. Yeah, yeah. Had
1: to go see Liz.
0: <laughs> Had to go see Liz, otherwise yes. you known as Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, yes. So she's, she's actually back seeing her sister that she has not seen since uh, the pandemic stuff started. So, you know, feel great for her and stuff. But uh, that'll do it for us, guys. And uh, uh, look forward to the game on Sunday. And then we'll be back next week. So thank you for listening to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck.